Ebony Diamonds coming to you with another episode of Fuck Them Books with Ebony Diamonds. Now, today I will be talking to Willie LeBlanc and I'm excited about that. I'm bringing cool, level-headed men on this show, y'all. And when you hear them speak and you hear what they have to say, man, it's off the hook. Like, they some real, like, dudes, man, stand-up dudes. And this is one, you know, that y'all got to hear. He's talking about this riding. He's talking about us protesting. He's talking about black men in America. We talking about a lot. So please hold on and come back. Mr. Moderator, our distinguished guests, brothers and sisters, our friends and, and our enemies. Everybody is here. As many of you know, uh, last March, when it was announced that I was no longer in the black Muslim movement, it was pointed out that it was my intention to work among the 22 million non-Muslim Afro-Americans and to try and form some type of organization or create a situation where the young people our young people, the students and others, could study the problems of our people for a period of time and then come up with a new analysis and give us some new ideas and some new suggestions as to how to approach a problem that too many other people had been playing around with for too long. And that we would have some kind of meeting and determine at a later date whether to form a black nationalist party or a black nationalist army. <laughs> there have been many of our people across the country from all walks of life who have taken it upon themselves to try and pool their ideas and to come up with some kind of solution to the problem that confronts all of our people. And tonight we are here to try and get an understanding of what it is they've come up with. Also, recently, when I was blessed to make a trip or a pilgrimage, a, re a re religious pilgrimage to the holy city of Mecca, where I met many people from all over the world, plus spent many weeks in Africa, trying to broaden my own scope and get an open, more of an open mind to look at the problem as it actually is, one of the things that I realized, and I realized this even before going over there, was that the, our African brothers have gained their independence faster than you and I here in America have. They've also gained recognition and respect as human beings much faster than you and I. Just 10 years ago on the African continent, our people were colonized. They were suffering all forms of colonization, oppression, exploitation, degradation, humiliation, discrimination, and every other kind of Asian. And in uh, a short time, they have gained more independence, more recognition, more respect as human beings than you and I have. 
And you and I live in a country which is supposed to be the citadel of education, freedom, justice, democracy, and all of those other pretty sounding words. So it was our intention to try and find out what was our African brothers doing to get results so that you and I could study what they had done and perhaps gain from that study or benefit from their experiences. And, and my traveling over there was designed to help to find out how. One of the first things that the independent African nations did
Man, it was not and that long ago. And, and it's real sad, you know what I'm saying, that people really believe that, that we got all these quote-unquote rights. You know what I'm saying? Oh. They, they really believe that, but when you look at the bigger picture, I mean, I would love to have these rights that y'all speaking about, but at the same time, we still we still fighting to get those rights. You feel me? So the biggest yeah. fight, and the sad part, the biggest fight is we fighting to stay alive. Like that, that, that's that's the biggest fight that we have to fight right now. I mean, I mean, according to according to the to, the, to one of those two documents that those people wrote way back in. In the 1700s or whatever, you know what I'm saying? We're we supposed to enjoy life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, first of all, I don't enjoy life right now because I'm still fighting to live. I'm not enjoying liberty because, hell, y'all still, put, y'all still putting y'all knees on, on our necks. You know what I'm saying? We tell you we can't breathe. So that's that's one of the few things that, you know what I'm saying, that we are supposed to be able to enjoy. The pursuit mm-hmm. of happiness. Yeah, where is that? Let me know. Let me know when I let me know when that pursuit of happiness gonna start for me. Right. Let me know when all that's gonna take place because y'all promised it to us, but y'all didn't promise it to us. I mean, let's just call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? According to the Constitution, a black man vote is only worth three three cents. You know what I'm saying? That's Uh that's called compromise. If y'all if y'all need a history lesson, y'all y'all should go ahead and holler at me sometime because I will definitely. Give you a real history lesson that you don't want to hear that they're not going to tell you. But you know what I'm saying? But hey, I mean, this is 2020. I mean, this we're supposed to be living a dream this year, right? I mean, this whole year been fucked up, and it's just now June. From beginning. It's just From now June. Beginning. It's just now June, and we we going we've been through we've been through more in this in the past five months. Thing we will go through in a full year, and this year yep. is not even halfway done yet. Barely so let me, started. So, so let me know. What, let me know when we gonna end, when we gonna actually, you know, what I'm saying, make a change. You know, what I'm saying, when, when somebody gonna make a change in this world. You know, what I'm saying, I was watching a, I was watching, I was watching a live feed last night down in Birmingham, Alabama. They wanted to, they wanted to bring down one of the Confederate statues down there. The mayor said, "Give them 24 hours." I would have been like, "Fuck you, any of the 24 hours, bruh. This shit coming yes. down because this is a symbol of hate. That, that, that I'll rip that up. motherfucker down right now and then bust your ass in the head with a brick if you stop me. For real. Shit. So I mean, it's I mean it's it's a lot going on in the world, you know what I'm saying? And I just hope everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, everybody that's black, you know what I'm saying? Everybody that's standing up for the black people. I hope I hope y'all out there are safe. I hope y'all know what y'all are doing. You know what I'm saying? Go with a plan. Don't go in there. Don't go in there blindfolded. You know right. Saying? Don't go. Don't go in there laying down because, you know what I'm saying, we see what happens when we lay down. Yeah, they're going to step on your motherfucking ass. We, we see what happens when you lay down, so don't lay down for nothing. Stand up for something. That's what, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That, that's, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's my soapbox, and I'm going to stay on it, y'all. I ain't going to that soapbox. And all that you just said, the sad part about all you just said, right? I have been saying uh talk about this on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and everything else. And then you got those black people, those select ones. You know what I'm about to say. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what the fuck I'm about to say. They got the ones. What about black on black crime? You know them bitches hunched over with their arm on their back like SpongeBob looking stupid as a motherfucker. What, what about black on black crime? You know what truly fucking amazes me, Willie? Have you ever heard of white on white crime? Absolutely not. You never heard 
heard of it. You ever heard of uh, Hispanic on Hispanic crime or, or Asian on Asian crime? You know why you never hear about that? Because it's just fucking crime for them. It's just fucking crime. Just like they have, they, they, they fucking marginalizing this black on black narrative. You know what I mean? To make it, make it like less important that we're killed because we're black. How can you use a black man robbing and shooting another black man because he just fucked up inside or, or whatever the fuck he did? He pure evil. You feel what I'm saying? You using that. To say, you know, somebody go in there, rob a store, accidentally stab, I mean, you know, or, or intentionally stab somebody, you trying to equivalate that as to a police officer who has been sworn in to protect and serve, killing somebody, murdering somebody. You're saying that's equal. That's the same thing. Not because this criminal has done something. No, somebody who's just moved their arm a little bit too far to the right, so now it's resistance, and they're resisting arrest, and now we got to beat the fuck out of them and take their fucking life, all because this black man moved his arm a little too fucking, you know, unfriendly. You feel what I'm saying? They were beating the shit out of that man in the back of that car before he even hit the ground. Now, I'm going to ask you, have you ever seen, um, and I'm going to say it this way because white people do get killed by the police, okay? I have seen it. But what are they doing when they are killed by the police? They are attacking the police with knives. They have a gun to the police attacking them. Have you ever seen an unarmed white man killed? I've never seen an unarmed white man killed at all. It doesn't happen. It don't happen. Doesn't happen. Now tell me how you feel about that. Now tell me black on black crime got something to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Explain to me how the fuck you feel about the fact that you can simply walk out of a store with a soda in your hand, move your jacket, and they'll shoot your ass the fuck down. But a white man can come at them with all kinds of shit. And they give them every chance in the motherfucking world before they shoot their ass. How you feel about that? Well, see the way I feel about that, and this and this is going, you know, what I'm saying this this may this may rattle some cages, but as you probably as you know from from knowing me on Facebook, you know I don't give a fuck about what people think about what I say. I say what I, I say what I say, and I mean what I say. And if you and if you want to quote me on it, you're more than welcome to. It's bullshit. Let's just mm-hmm. call it what it is because if an unarmed white man, quote unquote, if that even exists, I mean they. They, they can get a gun quicker than a black man can. I let's, promise you, mentally disabled, no. Let's be clear. They can get a gun quicker than we can. When when a when a when an armed white man gets pulled over by the police after doing some dumb shit like oh I don't know like shooting up a school, shit or like church. that, shooting, or shooting up a church, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, you know, dumb shit. You feel me? Shit, shit that they can that they can easily you know what I'm saying do on any day of the week and get away with it. Yeah. Um, when they do shit like that and the police, you know what I'm saying, pull them up, you know what I'm saying, they give them burger king. They give them water. They talk mm-hmm. to them on home like they Put not a blanket they, around them. They not using excessive force. They taking them to jail. They putting them in a cell by themselves. Why we can't why we why they don't do that for us? Oh no. They, if if we get caught with a gun, we get drew down on them, we get shot. Oh yeah. If we if we don't have a gun, we get drew down on we get shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, where's the fairness? I mean, 
I mean, I understand that that police officers, you know what I'm saying, or quote unquote, as some people would like to say it, they're just doing their job. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what that's what some of them would tell you that they're doing. They're doing their job by trying to by trying to protect the people. But at the same time, am I not a person too? <laughs> okay. Am, am you I? Am, am I not, you know, saying worthy of being protected? Am I? Am oh. I? Am I truly and honestly, you know, saying not a human being to them? Hmm. Like, let me. Like, somebody needs to explain to me what their definition of a human being is, so I can fit that description too. Adult. I'm tired. Of, I'm, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of fitting the description of the ones that they. Are always in fear of. In fear of, correct. I mean, I'm I'm not a threat. I mean, right. Like, sometimes Your I can, is a threat. Sometimes I can be a threat if you if if you threaten me, then I become a threat to you. If you see, it's can, actually the sad part. You're not even the threat. You're actually responding to a threat. I'm. I'm, I'm doing that something that people are scared to say that they do. I am protecting myself. Yeah. If if you come at me with a threatening tone or in a threatening manner, I have every single right to, to protect, protect your motherfucking self. To protect me and mine. Whoever you are. It don't it don't matter if you friend or foe or or, or police officer or politician. No. Nope. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna I'm a protect myself at any of Yeah. All Don't put your motherfucking hands on me. Unless I'm under arrest, do not fucking touch me. Do not touch me, Mr. Officer. And I've said that plenty of times. It's happened so many times. I've been, you know, wrongfully fucked with by the police. My The type of car I have, I got a nice car, okay? I got, you know, tents on the windows. It's nice and clean and shiny and shit, right? When I drive, I actually got pulled over one time. The cop actually kept stopping in front of me, like actually hitting his brakes really hard in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, boom, boom. I'm like, why is he doing that? All of a sudden, he turns his lights on and gets behind me, okay? He says that I was tailing him, like I was too close on him. But the fact of the matter was is you kept hitting your brakes so that I could be closer to you so that you can have a reason to pull me the fuck over. Do you know what he did, Willie? This man came up to my car, banged on the back of my fucking window with a flashlight, pull it down. I can't see who back there with his hand on his gun. You know who was in the back of my car? My fucking four-year-old son. The window he was banging on was the side of my four-year-old fucking child. The one he was holding the fucking gun on his holster for was my four-year-old son. That shit made me... And when I tell you, he gonna say you wanna, huh? And that's where they made their mistake because I guess they, I guess they forgot how their parents was towards them as kids, how their uh-huh. mom perceived them at any and all costs. Because as a parent, you threaten my child, you got a problem. Oh yeah, I went clean the fuck off on his ass. Oh, you gonna argue with me? I said yes, the hell I am. You're not gonna threaten me or my child. He going to give me a warning because I told him I had cameras all around this car. So he gave me a warning and let me go. See, the thing is, is they feel like they can do shit like that. 
That's the problem. Why do they feel like they can do shit like that? And that was a white cop. I know black officers. I have a brother who's a black officer, okay? Okay. Um, and I hate to see how they being treated because of the other cops. But I told them, spoke to them, you cannot get upset when you're not doing anything about it and you're sitting right next to these same motherfuckers. You're sitting right next to them. <laughs> that's, and you that's know what they're doing. And, and that's something that bothers me. And that's that's actually going to be in what, that's actually something that's going to be in one of my books that I'm about to re-upload because it was already out before, but I really am sure as soon as I, as as I re-upload it, that'll probably be the next book that I re-upload because I need to put it back out. Um, that's something that I actually address. You know, black officer, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a city, you know what I'm saying, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. If you if you guys haven't read it before, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it for you because there's something right. that happens. Right. Plug it. There's, Put your plug in. Something. What's the name of the book? The name of the book is gonna be called "The Man in the Mirror." That, that's okay. That, that that book was a little bit difficult for me to write because um, just just on the, just based on the simple fact that you know what I'm saying some of the some of the some of the topics that I cover in that book will make everyone, you know what I'm saying, stop and actually think about right. what I'm saying. Because if you once you start thinking about what I said in that book, you're gonna start looking around and be like, wait a minute, this shit can really happen. Actually it it can't just it probably already has happened and it's going to continue to happen if we don't do something about it. And it will continue to happen. And the sad part is that I believe it does start within the precinct. It starts within those officers who are not scared to lose their job or not scared to be seen as an outcast because they picked black over blue. You know what I'm saying? It's like they they expect them to conform, and some of them do. And that's the sad part. Some of them fucking conform and see it as okay because now anybody who isn't an officer is just a fucking animal now. You know what I'm saying? They just, they out there for the fucking picking. And, and, and that's, that's the and fucked that's, up part. And, and that's kind of what I address in that book. Well, I mean, the book has a lot more going on in it than just that, but that's something that's going to stand out to people. But, um, like, like, I mean, I can tell you guys this too much without without spoiling too much of the book. So the main protagonist of the book, um, he's a police officer. He's he's an African American police officer. He's a black man, and he witnessed something during his time as a police officer that was done by another police officer who, I'm sure you guys can already figure out, was a white guy. But he did something that a lot of black officers nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Need to do. He actually crossed that blue line. You know what I'm saying? Spoke up on it. Right. When I say he spoke up on it, you know what I'm saying? He he spoke up for what he knew was right because he knew that what 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 was going on, what happened was was wrong. And then not only that, but you know now everybody, now all of the other officers, they don't quote unquote trust him because they feel like. Like if he if he'll tell on one, he'll tell on them all. Right, exactly. And and that's where you know what I'm saying. That's what I that's what I would try to you know what I'm saying bring to light that that most of these most of these black you know what I'm saying police officers they want to do the right thing, 
but at the same time, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not saying not speak up is the right thing to do, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like, who wants to work in a hostile environment? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and that's and, why a lot of them don't speak up. Because they don't want they don't want to work in that hostile environment, just like they don't want to live in a hostile environment. And but he didn't care about that hostile environment that he was working in because he was there to do a job, you know what I'm saying, which is protect his city. You know, I mean, he, he challenged them on numerous occasions, you know, about you know what I'm saying, how they felt about him. He didn't give a shit. He basically yeah. told him to fuck yourself. You know, so I did what I did, I said what I said, and I did what what was right with which is something that most of you would never be able to do. And that's the actually the kind of cops we need in real fucking life. That's the cops we need in real life. Because at the end of the day, a lot of these motherfuckers stand around just like that. Um, Did you see that video in Baltimore with the cop who knocked the lady out? I did. I, and, and every single one of those videos I see, whether, you know what I'm saying, whether, whether it be here, there, or elsewhere, I mean, I, I, as, as a grown man, I could say, you know what I'm saying, I said, I said a few tears about those, you know, because, like, they're, they're wrong. And I, right. I, I hate to see anyone be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm not a perfect person. You know, I'm never going to be a perfect person. I'm, I, I can't even, I can't even expect to say that I, I'm perfect. But at the same time, um, I'm going to speak up on what I know is right. Right, and you have to. And you know what the say? You from Oakland, okay? So I know you've seen your share of police bullshit. I, I have actually. I've, I've I've seen more than my fair share, and I've been. You know, what I'm saying? I've I've seen more than my fair share of things go down that. I, you know, what I'm saying in my in my little short length of life, you know, what I'm saying that I have. That I've been that I've been around, I should not have seen. But right. it's a good thing. It's a good thing that I did see it because if I didn't, then I wouldn't be able to, you know, what I'm saying, speak on the things that I know. So how does that does it, does it, how does this affect you? Like you know, as a black man, because I promise you, I made a post right, and it's like mm-hmm. it, you know, it it, it kind of fucks with me how how we went down as a black community. You know what I mean? Because I, I spoke to another author last week about, um, uh, you know, uh, Cartier. I spoke to him. And I was talking about how jealous I am of a time where we had men who literally would stand in front of a woman they did not know to protect them against a white man. You know what I mean? Like, you had those men who would literally give their lives before they seen a black woman done wrong. You'll have a man hit a woman and the uncles and brothers will gather up and they'll go fuck his ass up. You don't do that. You know, like everything was so sacred in us. You know what I mean? So what, what do you think now? Like, how do you feel about us now? Well, see, okay. So here's, here's a true story, right? I'm, and and I'm, I'm a, this is going to be part of my answer. So, Back in, I would say, 99, back in 1999, I caught my, I caught my first adult test. But the way that it went down, the way that I got arrested was some bullshit. I mean, mind you, I grew up with my mom, my, my grandmother, I got nieces, I got 
female cousins. I have a daughter now. Thank God for my daughter. But a police officer, you know what I'm saying, came into my house looking for me and he pulled his gun in front of my in front of one of my nieces who was barely in kindergarten. I did the right thing by you know what I'm saying, by step, by standing up, you know what I'm saying, like, wait a minute, you know what I'm saying, you don't gotta pull your gun out in front of her. I'm right, right. She's not a threat. She's only in kindergarten. She ain't got no kind of weapon. She ain't got a toy in her hand. I would do the same thing nowadays for any for any woman. I mean, and of course it's gonna be black women first, but any woman any woman, period. If I see them getting done wrong, you know what I'm saying, I could never call myself a man if I didn't stand up for him. I mean, I would, I would stand in front of, I would literally stand in front of a bullet for, for a stranger who's a woman before, I, you know what I'm saying, with, without, with, without any kind of regard for my own, my own safety. Right. I mean, that's just and how I am. And that's you know, the crazy would. part is we wouldn't ask you all to like, we don't want you to die. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not even just talking about even, let's not even talk about physical protection. You know what I mean? Because I know you see these crazy ass statuses between black and white. I mean, black men, black women, us tearing each other the fuck down any and which way we can. You know what I mean? Like, every, you know. <laughs> every single one of those statuses on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I cringe my ass off. I, oh, it makes you sick. I choose to not even respond to them because the things that I would say, nobody would agree with. You feel me? Like, uh, like I know they wouldn't agree with me. They, they would, they would try to argue me into the dirt about some of the things <laughs> I would say. It's great. And every day I got time for it, but I just don't have, to, I just don't have the energy for it. Right. Because, they keep doing it. I mean, because as 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 a black community, you know what I'm saying, black women, black men, you know what I'm saying, black boys and girls, we don't need to be tearing each other apart, especially nope. especially on social media, on a public platform. Yeah. If you want to tear if you want to tear each other apart, do that shit behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Argue. You know what I'm saying? Talk about what talk. You know what I'm saying? Talk your grievances out with one another. Don't take it to a public platform. Where everybody's gonna see your business. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a, you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a repeat offender of doing, doing some shit. You know, what I'm saying I've said some things about, <laughs> I've said some things in my life. You know, what I'm saying I've said some things on Facebook that I, you know, what I'm saying on, on statuses that that are now deleted. You guys can never find it. But I've said some things. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying. But at the same time, you know, what I'm saying I felt bad because it had to come down to that. And yep. Truth be told. And, it, and again, you you know me very well. I don't give a shit. They just do that shit for attention. They do that shit to get to to get a reaction from people that they know are gonna are gonna gonna ride with them till the wheels fall off. But they only get one side of the story. They don't get both sides of the story. For example, all all black men are cheaters or whatever. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've, you know, saying I've, I've done, I've done some women wrong in the past. I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm no saint. You know, what I'm, I'm, I'm no saint. Period. But at the same time, don't say that my brother is a cheater just because 
Right, generalizing. Okay. I did that to you, not that not the next man. Mm-hmm. That that man did that to you, not not him. You know what I'm saying? There, there's a there's a, there's over a billion black men on earth today. You got done wrong by maybe one or two of them. Right, and then everybody's some shit. Right, and then now 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 because you got done wrong by two men in the same in the same exact manner, you want to say all of us are are in the wrong. Right, baby, and that's where a lot of bitterness comes from. That's what bitterness is. You know what I mean? And it's like you can never find somebody who doesn't have that bitterness in them, and that's because of exactly what you're saying. They generalize everybody based off of a few bad experiences because if you think about it, you see how they pit other races against black women, right? Right. Um, they do the same with black men. Like, you know, white men have great credit scores and they take care of their families. Black men have 16 baby mothers and, you know, <laughs> you know, just drug dealers or whatever, jailbirds, whatever the case is. They, pay, you know, like, look at my husband. My husband ain't never been to jail a day in his fucking life. My husband been working for Social Security for fucking damn near 10 years now. He went to school, went to trade school, did what the fuck he had to do. Never. He's a stand-up guy. You know what I'm saying? Never, he he doesn't have any baby mothers. I, I'm the only person he has a child with. So it's like you can't box every fucking body into those corners because, of course, Willie, I have dealt with drug dealers. I have dealt with the jailbirds, the the five baby mothers, the the. You know what I mean? I've dealt with that, but it's all different people. People are different. We cannot generalize black men. We cannot generalize black women. We can't. I'm one sick of this shit. Honestly, they pit us. They turn around. They say, "Oh, black women jealous because white women getting black men." It's pretty <laughs> enough for it's enough for us to go around, and you don't want to know the fucking real reasoning. Oh God! I don't want to hurt some motherfucking feelings. And see, here's the thing, though. I mean, and if, if you have if you have any you know, white women out there that that you know saying that listen to this, I, you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to say it. Y'all not my flavor. <laughs> I you will never you'll never hear the words Willie LeBlanc is dating a white girl. Ever. <laughs> because that's not something that I would that's not something that I do. I mean I, I don't me. I don't date outside of you know what I'm saying my community. You know what I'm saying? If if you black and you're a woman, you got you got my code all day long. I don't, I don't care what you look like. You could be the most ugliest black woman on earth to somebody else. <laughs> to somebody else. <laughs> okay. But in my eyes, you're the most beautiful thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I've never dated outside my race. I cannot. Um, it's not because of, a, you know, a disgust or whatever, you know, you want to call it. But it's just for me, I see my aesthetics is different. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I do not find them attractive to me. I know people who have, you know, went outside the race and shit, but to me, there's nothing topping a fine-ass black man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no top for that for me. Nothing is going to top that. Like, the closest you might get me is a fucking dark Dominican. I mean, they black too. They just don't want to admit. They black. Look, you can't tell they motherfucking asses that, honey, but they black. You can't. You they can't. Black. You can't. 
you, you can't tell them that they black for nothing in the world. They, they, they nothing. I mean, now Puerto Rican, on the other hand, you could probably, you could probably get away with telling them that they're black, and they might actually believe it. But they might, but you not, know they just as racist. True. This is very true. But, I, I mean, and at the same time, you know what I'm saying, like, like to be fair, you know what I'm saying, like, I have, you know what I'm saying, I have, I have some really cool, you know what I'm saying, out, really cool friends outside of the black community. Me too. And when I say, when I say really cool, I'm, I'm talking about they will stand up for me when I can't stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. Which, which is very rare. It is I mean, very. I, and I, cause like I have one friend, I mean, I, I will, you know what I'm saying? I will, I will, I will fight for this young lady until the end of time because he did something last year for me that I can never, you know what I'm saying? I will never forget. You know what I'm saying? Like most people be like, oh, well, all white people are racist and all white people. No. You know, like, no, I, I know some white people that will stand up against racist motherfuckers for black people. Yep. Let, let, me, let me repeat that for y'all. I know some white people that will stand up against racism for black people. Yeah. When y'all not around, they standing up for it. Yeah. When y'all, and you when know y'all what? Not, when, when you not start, I mean, it's, uh, it's one person in particular, I'm going to say, didn't know that I saw this. You know what I mean? I do speak to them, but they didn't know that I saw this. Like you said, they will stand up for you behind your back. You know what I'm saying? And what? Leo Giordani, I don't know if you know him. He's a, a male author. He's a white guy. I don't think I know him off the top of my He's, head. Babe. Like, he does talk to a lot of us. He's on a lot of our friend lists and stuff like that. He wrote this book, Ugly Eliza. Um, I saw him, okay, going round for round with racists for us, okay? Blocked and deleted people and everything for their racist-ass fucking comments. White people. His friends that he was friends with on there. Going round for fucking round with us. For us. And I saw that. I happened to come upon that shit. Not that he bragged or none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I had to actually see that shit. That I came across it under a fucking status. And that's the type of shit we like to see. Not somebody doing it for a fucking tax write-off or to get, you know, brownie points. Motherfuckers doing that shit because that's what the fuck they believe in. Facts. Now you got me one. Now you got me ready to go find this dude on Facebook. So. No, seriously, seriously. The shirt, like, I don't know if you saw me make a status about wearing this shirt. That um, I had put up a post about me. I said thanks for the cool shirt, order yours, and tagged him in it. Like that's him, because like that's what I'm talking about right there. Like you gotta, you know, and that that's another male author. You know what I mean? He just happens right. to be a different race. And, it, and it's and it's so many of them out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, it's so many of them out there, but they not get. You know what I'm saying? They not getting. You know what I'm saying? the respect that they're, you know what I'm saying, that they're due because, you know what I'm saying, we don't see them. Yeah. But, the but at the same time, they're doing shit that we don't see that's for us. Yep. And, when it, and when, it, when it comes down to it, they don't, they don't you know what I'm saying, they're going to be right there beside us, not behind us, not in front of us. They're going to be right there beside us, you know what I'm saying, walking those lines. Yep. You know 
you know what I'm saying? They gonna they gonna take what it, they gonna take what we take because they know that we're being done wrong. And you know what? Ever. That has already been going on though. That's been going on since civil rights. And before that, you saw those white people out there getting beat the fuck up. You saw the freedom riders, white people, the first one to get off that motherfucker, he's the one to protect us. So he got off and took the beating first. Mm-hmm. They try. You know what I'm saying? It's some it's a lot of them that we don't see, like you said. We don't see, we don't acknowledge it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of us have that boxing mentality as well. So if we all, can you imagine if we all literally came together to fight this shit? It wouldn't be nothing left. So I just, I just want, I just want to say this, you know what I'm saying, and I'm gonna mean this, you know what I'm saying, from the bottom of my heart, you know what I'm saying. I'm talking to your listeners right quick. Um, if you, you know what I'm saying, those of you that are not black, you know what I'm saying, that are out there on the front lines, you know what I'm saying, doing what you, doing what you feel is the right thing, you know what I'm saying, tackle this racism, you know what I'm saying, these racist ass motherfuckers in the world, you know what I'm saying. Don't worry, we see you. We, we see. see. We we acknowledge you. We, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm I'm proud to call you. You know what I'm saying. A friend. You know what I'm saying. Right. Out. You know what I'm saying. I, we see you. Trust me, we see you. You know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. I salute every single one of y'all because y'all y'all are doing what's right, regardless of what your white counterparts are telling you is the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Or doing what's right, and we see you. We acknowledge. We see you and appreciate it. We, we definitely appreciate it because, we, unfortunately, you know what I'm saying, as much as we would love to, we can't do this alone. Nope. You know we cannot do this alone. Our, our voices may be big, but they're not big enough. Your, nope. voices are, your voices are bigger than ours. Yeah. They, they hear you, but they don't hear us. Mm-hmm. So, so, so keep fighting that good fight, you know what I'm saying? We're going we to be right there with you. As, as, yep. long as, as, as long as you continue to fight for what's right for us and for this country and this world for, for that matter we're we going to always acknowledge and we're going to always appreciate and we're going to always be right there with you and that's much appreciated I swear because it's sad because like I said sometimes our mindsets don't allow us to be susceptible to certain help you know what I mean and like you said I love to see it love to see the Amish people <laughs> Let me tell you, when I saw that shit, I was like, wait a minute, they don't come out for nothing. They don't come out for shit, but to get like, that first, little food from the markets and sell that shit and go the fuck home. Like, first of all, how, how did they even hear about it? Let's start there. Cause you know, okay, they, look. That, <laughs> how does they, I how mean, they even... Because they, they don't I was left breathless. And when I saw I it, I'm like... I'm like, wait a minute, they out there, they out there for real right now, and yeah. let's, let's don't get it twisted. Those Amish people, they they some real savages. Yeah, they some savage motherfuckers. They used to fuck people up with them little corn joints. Them little. <laughs> I mean, but, no, but, for real. But they is out there though, and and like that, that kind of that kind of blew me away. I'm like, wait a minute. I was blown away. I felt. Speechless. I said, like, I literally gasped because I'm like, oh, are you fucking serious? This is how big it's become? This is what we needed? This is literally the biggest uproar since Trump.
and and like, like I'm I'm just look, I'm looking at like I've been I, I've been watching a lot of live feeds. I've been watching a lot of you know what I'm saying news articles. You know what I'm saying. I ain't been, I ain't really I ain't really been too concerned about what you know what I'm saying what what that Commander and Cheeto dude over in DC. Right. I, I, really I, I ain't been worried about him, but you know what I'm saying. I've been I've been more concerned about how people are like you know what I'm saying really. You know what I'm saying? Standing up this time. I mean, we, we tired. You know what I'm yeah, they're not backing down this time. We are we, not we, backing down this time. We, we tired of taking these knees to our necks. We tired of telling you that we can't breathe. We tired of telling you our hands are up, please don't shoot. We're tired of telling you that we're not in the We home. live we, here! We, we tired. Of, we, we tired. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. tired. I've been tired for a while, but this last few years, I'm talking about emotionally draining fucking years. Like, I'm tired of saying that. I don't know these people personally, but we all feel that connect when shit happens. And if they want to talk about community death, we feel those connects too. Anytime we see somebody dead, Somebody on the news died in our community. Somebody was shot in the drive-by. They didn't tell me we don't feel those connects. Man, we, we feel those connects. We, we feel those connects, you know what I'm saying, because they look like us. Yes. They, they, look, they look like my mama. They, look they like had my a family. Brother. They had but, some you know, of their favorite foods. They had their favorite music. They had everything that we have. We may, you know, what I'm saying, like you said, we I may not have known them on a personal level, but at the same time, you know, what I'm saying, we may have connected in some shape or fashion. They may, they may like the same books I like. They right. might, they might actually listen to the same music that I listen to, watch the same movies. They, they might have been to the same places I've been to, and, and that, we may have crossed paths and just never yeah. acknowledged each other. You know, what I'm saying, but we feel that connection. Yeah, we sure do. I feel it. That should have fucked you up mentally if you think about it. All this sad stuff we see, it don't, you know, sometimes it be us, you know, like, it don't be, you know, a white officer or whatever the case may be. It just might be a murder in the fucking community when we see a child die in the community. That shit bothers us emotionally. That shit stays on your mind. When you see a young black man just turned 18, got gunned down in the street, that hurts us too. Somebody who just graduated high school, supposed to be going to college next fall, that fucking eats us up. Like, it's not no difference. We're hurt either fucking way. And we are mad at the people who did it, whether it be white, black, whatever. We like these stupid motherfuckers. We all say the same fucking thing. We don't let it slide. And, and you know what I'm saying, and, and to all you people out there, you know what I'm saying, that that's always screaming about, oh, black lives only matter when, I'm, I'm going to stop that whole statement right here. No, the, these black lives, they matter 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no matter Every who. Every fucking day. No matter, you know what I'm saying, no matter who did, no matter who did wrong, you know what I'm saying, we still, we still mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, we, we still we are still, you know what I'm saying, screaming Black Lives Matter. You feel me? And that's it. 
And yeah, and that's the thing. We couldn't you know, the sad part is I said to somebody the other day, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I said, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick <laughs> My bad, I mixed the name. He's probably sitting back shaking his motherfucking head. He tried to protest peacefully, you know what I'm saying? That nigga got on the knee, was a silent, he ain't he ain't do shit. But get on the motherfucking knee, they had a problem with that. Now they got a problem with these motherfucking protesters out here tearing shit the fuck up. And honestly, let's talk about the fact that some of these are white people putting it on us. Covering and their faces. All that shit to make it like we the fucking problem trying to cause a bigger uproar so more of us can die. Now, here, 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 here's my thing, right? Here, here's, here's my thing. When Colin Kaepernick, you know what I'm saying, took his knee, you feel me? He he took his knee and they called him unpatriotic. They yep. ca- they call they called the other football players sons of bitches. They said, Oh, you're disrespecting the flag and all mm-hmm. this bullshit. And I'm just sitting there like, Okay, so what are we gonna what are we gonna how they gonna label this cop that put his knee in Mr. Floyd's neck? How they gonna label him? Are they gonna are they gonna label him are they gonna label him a good man? Are they gonna say that he had mental issues? Because you know that that's a that's a that's a favorite cop out right here. That's a favorite cop out. That is their that is their that is their favorite cop out. Oh, he had mental issues. Well hell, I got mental issues they too, but it. you don't see me. Okay, you don't see I'm me. You don't, see, you don't you don't you don't see me going out there, you know what I'm saying, shooting up schools or you know what I'm saying, nope. doing this, that or shooting up concerts and shit. Nothing. I mean, but no, it's okay though. It's because you're black, so you can't have mental problems. We 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 don't have mental problems. You know that's their and, thing. We just criminals. And, and that right there, that's a whole other conversation because <laughs> that shit right there, what you just said. Mm-hmm. I I get I get annoyed as hell about about that particular statement because. As a black man, yeah, I have mental issues. You can't yep. tell me I don't have mental issues. You can't tell me, oh, it's just life. You'll get over it. Because my dad told me that shit once. And my I cussed his ass too. out. I cussed his ass out from here to kingdom come and haven't talked to him since. But I was told to stop acting stupid. I mean he I mean he literally told me that it was just, it's just me going through life. There's nothing wrong with me. Yet mm-hmm. still, I'm sit, I'm getting still while he's telling me this. I'm taking my medicine right there in front of him. Like, yeah, okay, it's just life that I'm going through. You got it. But, right. And that shit really annoys me. You know, like, because why is it that it's okay for everyone else to have mental issues or mm-hmm. mental health or mental health problems? And we, you know, what I'm saying, and they get to, you know, what I'm saying they get to go to a therapist every week. They get to go, you know, what I'm saying, and do dumb shit. And people blame it, you know, what I'm saying people say, oh, it was their mental health issues. They're they're fine. They'll, they'll it'll be okay. We'll, we'll we'll get over it because they didn't know what they were doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Let me let me do the same thing. Can't do that. You know, what I'm saying let let me, you know, what I'm saying let let me, you know, what I'm saying. Hurt. Let me be. You know, what I'm saying let me let me have problems too. 
I'm not saying that I'm going to go out and do some crazy shit, you know what I'm saying, at all. Just because. <laughs> just because, just because I think, just because I think that it's, it's the coolest thing to do, you know. But, See, the thing is, though, the thing is, is that us as women, and yes, I'm going to say this, and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and be honest about this. Us as women expect so much from, you know, men. You know what I'm saying? Just the, the way y'all expect things from us, we expect certain things from y'all. We've been told that men don't cry because that makes them soft. We've been told that, oh, he, he oh, something off with him. If he bipolar, something, you know, whatever, oh, no, he's just fucking outright crazy, and you can't deal with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, we put these standards, you know what I mean, on men that they're supposed to live by, and when they don't, all of a sudden, something wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, he 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 gave because he cried. He he he's telling me how he feel. That's some feminine shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of women like that, and that is so fucking wrong. Why wouldn't men be allowed to feel? Why aren't they able to tell their wives or their girlfriends or just the girl they fucking? Why wouldn't they be able to tell them they hurting about something or or they feel depressed? You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. Why can men not do this? Why is it a law? Why is it the well, laws of fucking, you know, men and women physics and logic that men are not supposed to have feelings? And that's when you come up with Ike Turner. Well, see, and and this and this is and this is something that I've, you know, what I'm saying that I have, you know, what I'm saying that that I've I've experienced over, you know, saying over time. Any time that a male or a man, a black man, per se. Since, since we're on this topic, anytime that a man wants to open up, oh, you being a little bitch. Yeah. Anytime, anytime we want to, anytime we want to vent about something, oh, you're gonna be alright. Stop yes. bitching about it. Stop bitching yes, about and it. I'm guilty of that. Not no more though. I've changed. I was guilty of that. I was... And yes. Quite honestly, like it's happened to me on on numerous occasions, right? On numerous occasions, and I just, you know, what I'm saying, kind of shut down. Like I hate to, I hate to say it like that, but I've really shut down. I don't, you know, what I'm saying? I don't, I don't open up like I should anymore. You know. And it'll hurt you, it'll scar you. You know what I mean? Like that shit will scar you and not make you want to be afraid of the same reaction as you had those many times before. I mean, and then anytime I anytime that I don't open up, oh you need to open up more. For what? So you can do what? <laughs> right. So like like I open okay, let's just let's just assume that I do open up. Then what? You hear me out? You you listen to what I'm saying? Right. Or I open up, you listen for maybe a minute or two, and then you make it about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you ain't lying. Mm-hmm. So when do I get so when do I get a chance to actually open up and tell you how I'm feeling and you just listen? Because mo- nine times out of ten, if I'm talking, I don't even want a reaction. I just you want somebody 
know what I'm saying? I don't I don't be bitching about nothing. I'm just I'm just speaking how I feel. And if and if me speaking how I feel is bitching or or if it's just oh you on that bullshit, yada yada this, that and the other, then what good is me opening up to you gonna do? Yeah. And trust me, I understand that. It took me a while to be able to open up again. Um, when you deal with abusive relationships, both mentally and physically, how you feel because you're afraid it's not going to matter or become an attack on another person. And speaking on that, <laughs> okay, so, I mean, what I mean by that, okay, um, this is how you, okay, let me just tell you this, okay. Um, I was in a relationship, okay, and right. anytime I said how I felt, that became an attack on that person somehow. Don't know how. I just say, um, <clears throat> I feel so fucking bad today because I'm bipolar. I take medication. And I am a bipolar depression, you know, a lot. Sometimes it comes up. Can't get myself out of it. You know, like, it's no reason. It just comes. So if I'm in that type of mood, um, I'll tell this person, I feel this today, you know, and this also plays into that black, you know, with mental health we were talking about. Um, I feel this today. Fuck, man, what would I do? I did something? Or, you know, something, you know what I mean? It always becomes an attack on them. Well, I don't like the way you said this. You were cursing at me for no reason, so that shit kind of made me feel bad. Well, what the fuck you, you know, that type of shit will scar you emotionally. And even when I would have to go get my medication and shit like that, see that shit, man, that's that bullshit. They only doing that to get paid. You become afraid to open up. You scared to even tell anybody how you feel about anything. That shit will fuck you up. It really will fuck you up. And I, I, what you mean when you say, why should I open up so you can try to make it about you, so you can make it seem like I'm attacking you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I look at shit sometimes, and it took me a while to break out of that mold, you know, like break out of that mindset. It's it's, it's crazy. People, people will fuck and you up. And, it, and it's becoming a bigger problem than we, than we ever want it to be because – because like nobody wants to be the bad guy no more. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to talk about the bad guy. Sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta let the bad guy speak. Maybe the bad guy yep. ain't so bad. You just listen to what the bad guy got to say. Yeah. I mean, we 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 all can we all can agree that we've seen you know what I'm saying black death, and we all agree with what uh, what Bill Market was saying. I mean, he was supposed to be the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. But what he said was, was made all the truth. You know what I'm saying? It made all the sense in the world. But, you know what I'm saying, they're not ready for that conversation, though. They're not. Won't you read it? Uh, won't you say what he said so we can talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, basically, you know what I'm saying, he was basically spe- he was, he was basically speaking on what needs to happen in the world. You feel me? He was basically saying, hey, fuck these other motherfuckers. <laughs> They're killing, pe- they killing people from this particular continent mm-hmm. all over the world. Mm-hmm. And y'all sitting over here on, on y'all high horse, got all this technology, got all these weapons, got all these guns, got all this shit. 
But y'all live, you know what I'm saying? But y'all living in the shadow. Yeah, in a box. Y'all, y'all not doing nothing to help y'all to help our people. These are our people over there that's dying. Yep. So basically. Being murdered, massacred. Raw, uh, so they actually literally steal slaves and shit, kidnapping people, turning them into sex slaves, house slaves. Right. I mean, but but don't nobody want to understand, you know what I'm saying, the weight that that, that, that sentence actually carried, you mm-hmm. know? They didn't. They don't want to. They don't want to hear what he was saying because they were so used to living the way that they were living, but they they didn't see what was going on outside. Nope. I mean, that's yeah, because they, they live in that. You know, um, what was that that movie when them people lived inside of the bubble and they know what was going on outside was wreaking havoc, but their world was so perfect. I cannot remember what it was. But they lived inside this big-ass world, but it was in a bubble. And everything on the outside was havoc and starvation, poverty, murder, craziness. But inside that bubble, it was perfect. You know what I'm saying? Why would we go I, out there when we live in here? And we're good. I, I think you're talking about um, Under the Dome, if I'm not mistaken. Under the Dome. I think that might be it. I, I have to fact check that. Don't don't quote me on that, but that sounds like under the dome because it was that that sounds kind of like what that movie was about. And it was, yeah, it, that might be it. But I mean, that might be it. it but think about it. We, that's the same thing going on. Shit. Right. Like we just we need to we need to stop think we need to stop living in the bubble that we're in. Right. Because this this bubble is gonna get us killed. <laughs> hey, I don't mean to laugh, but for real though, y'all, the bubbles are gonna get us killed because them motherfuckers not prepared when they step into that real shit, man. They I, not. I mean, me being from Oakland, you know what I'm saying? Like, as as we all know, Oakland has a very rich history. You know what I'm saying? Of you know what I'm saying? Of black people, you know what I'm saying? Doing doing what's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Black, the Black Panther Party started right there in Oakland. Huey P. Newton was killed right there in Oakland. Marcus Garvey was right there in Oakland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not living in no bubble. I know what's going on out here in this world. Mm-hmm. You know who the I ones know. living in the bubble is? The ones that say black on black crime. <laughs> I mean, black on black crime. It, Those are bubble livers. Now. I'm a I'm a challenge people. I'm I'm gonna give them a challenge. I, I like giving challenges. You know me. I like giving challenges. I challenge every single one of y'all that's that's screaming about black on black crime. The ones that, the ones that's out there saying, oh, black lives only matter when it's a police officer that kills us. But what about black on black crime? How about this? I'm I'm gonna challenge y'all, right? How about you just remove the words black on black out of that whole statement and see what you come up with? Crime! If you if you remove the words black on black, just just those three words out of that statement, that black lives don't matter when it's black on black crime. If you just if you just remove that statement of black on black, just just remove the whole black on black. Don't even remove the word mm-hmm. crime. Just black on black. Three words out of that statement that I want you to remove. If you remove those three statements, I want you to see how dumb 
your statement becomes. Yep. Or we can see the crime is another fucking crime. Because no now matter who the fuck committing it. Because because now the statement becomes black lives only matter when it when it's a police officer that kills us, but what about crime in general? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. we get now we can have a now then we can have a real conversation. If if y'all were to actually Ooh, they sucking and jiving. They is sucking and jiving. And they suck at mass again. They doing all kinds of shit. I promise you to keep that motherfucker in house status because these motherfuckers literally are arguing with people about Trump and a fake tweet instead of looking at the actual tweets that he's tweeting. I put up that post. I don't know if you saw this lady get dragged under my comment. Anything to make Trump look bad, y'all need to get a life. Baby girl. This man literally just went on his Twitter and said he was going to release the motherfucking dogs on the protest. People who have lived here for general motherfucking rations, who have walked, worked by that motherfucking White House. He releasing the dogs because they protesting in their motherfucking city that their parents, grandparents built on their motherfucking back? What about that? What about those fucking tweets instead of this motherfucking one tweet you choose to fucking focus in on? This man said not to be kind to the fucking protesters, which means he is inciting violence, you fucking coon. In-house nigga-ass bitches. Straight up. And I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if I speak rudely, because you know what? Class ain't never paid a motherfucking bill. Fuck y'all. Shit. I ain't got time, Willie. I just got mad. I'm sorry. No, you good. You good. <laughs> Trust me. This this is your show. I mean, you see it. If if you can't say it on your own shoulder, who else can say it? <laughs> okay, fuck. They already know what it is when they come in here and listen. I got a problem with how I fucking present it can kick the motherfucking ass. Cause facts is facts. Y'all acting like a bunch of sucking job and uncle Tom motherfucking chicken George ass niggas right now. Y'all look just like motherfucking Samuel did holding on to Leonardo DiCaprio and shit. Master! That's what the fuck y'all look like. I'm, I'm going to ask I'm gonna ask a question, right? And this is going to be a real question that I want them to answer, right? Check, check it out. <laughs> do, do y'all want to live in 2020 or do y'all want to go back to the 1920s when, when, Jim Crow was in, when, when Jim Crow was the law of the land? They don't want that because they gonna I, see what the motherfucking real oppression is. I, I just, I just want to know. I, I just want, I just want to know, you know, like which one, which one would y'all prefer? Y'all want the nineteen, y'all want the nineteen twenties when you couldn't walk down the street and be seen with who you wanted to be seen with. Who, mm-hmm. You couldn't date who you wanted to date. You couldn't work where you wanted to work. You had to work those damn fields. You couldn't yep. do nothing that you wanted to do back in the 1920s. You couldn't even go to the store and buy a fucking bottle of beer. Nope. No niggas allowed. But at the yep. same time, I mean, it's, it's getting to that point in 2020. Let's, let's be it real. Is. It's, 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 we're getting there. We is, we is getting to that. We is getting to that point. 
No, we definitely getting in if you look at it. Uh, segregation. <laughs> um, what you think about that? You think we got some of that coming on? Are we? Are we definitely? Listen, we. This. Okay. <laughs> now I'm no history major, but I I have done a lot of studying over mm-hmm. over, my, over the over the span of my life. I've studied a lot of things. I'm. I just want to know when when the Jim Crow laws actually. When I, you know, what I'm saying when they when they actually wasn't there no more. When did they take them off the books? When did the Jim Crow laws actually come off the books? In all of my years of reading history and books and stuff like that, I've never not once seen anything that was that's Jim Crow related taken off the books. Nope. I mean, to be and honest, to be honest, I mean, slavery is still on the books. They just they just do it a different way now, so that they don't so that they don't cause it slavery or indentured servants indentured servitude. You know, they send them to jail. They make them. They make them work. For, yeah, they, they let me tell you to jail something you just said them. just hit me. Something you just said just hit me because not only do a lot of people know that they're still signing the fucking uh, slavery, uh, you know, the slavery laws, they're still signing off for that to still be in play. You know what I mean? Like, for us not to be slaves, they still have to renew that. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. And they also don't know that they still, they had to literally, a few years ago, just sign off for us to renew the right for us to vote. Mm-hmm. See, and the thing is, if people really want to act like they so fucking woke, be woke on that shit. Why the fuck is that still here? Why the fuck do they still have to sign off on that? Why has that not been abolished? Do you know that if they do not sign that, we will have to protest and, and try to get our right to fucking vote because that still is a fucking statue that they have to sign off on? Y'all so fucking woke, though. Motherfuckers right. so fucking woke. I mean, I'm, I'm going to let them go off, though. I mean, if they, if, if, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to let them have that because, honestly, I know for a fact that like I said, th- those laws that, that are still in place, yep. that have been in place for many years, are still in place. Yep. They just don't. They're not looking into that, though. They just think we're free for the last 75 years. I mean, let's, 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 let's call a spade a spade for a second here, right? Let's, let's really call a spade a spade, a cow cow, and a duck that quacks a duck, right? So... When a person gets convicted of any kind of crime, they go to jail, right? Mm-hmm. They go to jail. They work for they work for a few pennies every day. Yep. And, and I'm not talking about a few pennies an hour. I'm talking about a few pennies every single day, right? And they don't get they don't get a right to vote. No. Nope. Now the only people the only people that I know of that were literally stripped of their right to vote. Or black people back in back after the Civil War, mm-hmm. right? They they even they even came up with this, women. Uh, they even came up with a beautiful law to keep the Southern states from being able to have you know what I'm saying have more votes than the North. It was called the Three Fifths Compromise. They said that every black person or every person that you know what I'm saying every person that was once a slave or every person that you know what I'm saying that was a sharecropper or whatever they wanted to call it back then. At that present moment, it told them, "Hey, you can only have three fifths of a vote. 
which <laughs> means that you, which means that you can that you can probably have five people vote, and that's still only going to be three votes. I mean, my math may be a little bit off, but sue me. Five, pe- <laughs> five people, five people can cast. Five people can cast a vote, and it will be one vote. That's why they don't let people in jail vote because they're still indentured servants. They're still slaves. Yep, that literally is slavery. Like, I mean, even though they're not supposed to leave because they're jailed, but the whole. Uh, Dynamics around the prison system is slavery. Now, and then, then we could then we could take it a step further. We, we, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it a little bit further. So, a person does their little time. You know what I'm saying? Let's say that they do about five years in prison. They come home. They're on five years parole. During those five years, they still can't vote because they're yep. because they're still indentured servants or or let's just call it what it really is, they're still slaves. Mm-hmm. They still can't vote because their vote still only counts as three fifths. While they're under That's the watchful wild. eye of, while they're under the watchful eye of the law. Mm-hmm. But nobody really I understands. always thought it was strange for felons not to be able to vote. Why wouldn't they as American citizens have the right to vote? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. That's what they do, though. I swear they can fuck you up if you if people really dig deep enough, they'll find out that everything we thought was true was a fucking lie. Every fucking thing, everything is a lie. Just like these fucking communities, these low income communities they built for us, and all this other shit is all a fucking lie. I mean, I don't even want to get. In, I can't even get into that part of it. <laughs> I can't get into the part of it because I promise you. Um, uh, I have these arguments with people all the time about um, low income and food stamps and shit like that, and you have the people happy, you know, to sit back, do absolutely nothing, and collect. You know what I mean? That's literally what the government wants because that's how they keep their grants and all that shit coming is when they have a low income base. They have to. If they don't have anybody on low income, how are they going to keep stealing and getting shit from the fucking government that they don't need, that they're not providing the people that are actually on these programs with? So it's like, you know, for me, everything has always been a setup. You know what I mean? If you think about ghetto, you know, the word that derives, you know, and from fucking Ireland, um, what, what the fucking ghetto means and is, if you say ghetto, what is the first pe- thing people think? Black. <laughs> Black, but Slow. in Ireland, in Ireland, the ghetto is literally just a impoverished community with white people. Those are Irish people that mm-hmm. live in the ghetto. You feel what I'm saying? Why is it that ghetto is automatically? You think when you hear ghetto over there, they say, "Oh, that's where white people live." What you think they say that? Like. No, they don't say that because when you come here, when you say ghetto projects or anything else, you automatically attribute it to fucking black people. That was the setup. That's what the fuck they wanted. They wanted to attribute us to something like that. They're not going to say it's a whole, like, where I live, right, um, down the street from where I live, like, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood. Of course, I moved from the hood to here. Why do you think I did it, Willie? Go ahead, tell me why you did. Okay, 
I did that because guess what? This community has nine and ten out of ten schools, Willie. Hmm. This school, this this right here, I'm sitting outside of my motherfucking car right now. I see flowers and people hanging up motherfucking people out here. They love their homes. They they care about the grass and, you know, they have programs for the kids and all this other shit. But down the street in the black, supposedly suburban area, which is Bowie, Merlin, or Upper Marlboro, you can look those up if you're not familiar. Those are where the football players live in. That's where, you know, the people who play for the Ravens and Redskins and, you know, right here down the street, you got Church Road with mansions, and that's where they live. That's called PG County, okay? I live in Anne Arundel County. Right. That is supposedly a rich area, rich, affluential black area. It's nothing but rich black people who live in that area. Willie, why are the schools still three out of five? Why are they still having live videos of fights? And, and, and all this crazy shit in the schools when these are it's supposed to be a rich, nice neighborhood. But I live right next door in a white, supposedly rich, white neighborhood. I, the schools are amazing. You feel what I'm saying? It's a fucking setup. Anything attributed to black has to be fucked up. Why is it that this rich black neighborhood right next door to me is not thriving like this rich white neighborhood right here? That's all I'm saying. I would live in Bowie and Upper Marlboro. I would be happy to live there. But I thought about my children, what the kind of education I want them to have. And it's unfortunate that I can't give them that education in that black area. It's a fucking setup. You have millionaires who live there. Why are the schools so fucked up? I mean, that's all I'm saying. I said that's why I said I knew mm. I was going to be long-winded on this one, but I just don't fucking understand it. Now you good. Trust me, I'm. I'm I, and I understand. Trust me, I, trust me, I, I totally understand. Because I mean, as much as I love Oakland, I mean, and I love Oakland with all of my heart. When I say when I say all of my heart, I love it with all of my heart, right? I had to go elsewhere to find a, a decent education. Exactly. You know, what I mean, don't get me wrong. California has some of the greatest schools in in this country, but I had to go elsewhere. And where I, where I chose to go to school, I went to I went to school in Arkansas for a little while. And the school that I went to, even though it was in Little Rock, I mean, we all know we all know Little Rock has has a very strong history of racism. I mean, I mean, Little Rock Nine took place there, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yep. you know, I saw you know, the documentary. The, the desegregation and all of that. I mean, it all took place right there. However school that I went to was a very decent school. It, I wanted to go to the HBCU out there, but I couldn't get in. But the school that I did go to, I mean, I, I enjoyed, you know what I'm saying, I enjoyed it. It's not like, you know what I'm saying, it's not like I would have gotten in California because the education that I was getting in Arkansas was, was very great. So you know what I mean. You see what I'm saying. You had to go somewhere else to get something better. Why do it have to be like that? Shouldn't we have that shit in our own communities? 
And I'm coming from D.C. I'm from D.C., okay? And a lot of people get it confused, DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. We are not the same. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> trust me, if anybody knows, I know. So in D.C., me growing up, living in D.C. my whole life, my whole adult life, up until um, I met my husband and I moved out of D.C. I was uh, 26, something like that, 27. So, of course, I lived in D.C. my whole goddamn life. I hated having my son in there, and this was the only time he was the only one I had in school because he was the oldest. Um, The baby, she wasn't in. But I hated having him going to stay in elementary. People shoot right by Stanton. People will shoot while the kids on the playground and on lunchtime. Like, that shit scared me every fucking day I heard an ambulance or a siren because I thought they was going to my son's school. So it's like I was so happy to move him, um, like, out of D.C., and then I moved into PG, what I was talking about. I moved into PG. The schools that he was in was okay, but it was still, uh, let me just pass you and get you on out of here because, Come to find out, he was autistic, and they didn't see that, that he was just sitting in class, not doing nothing, oh, what's wrong with him, da da da, da. he's just a problem. That's what they do to black kids, label them as problems, instead of trying to see what the fuck is going on with them. It wasn't until I brought him into where, where you think I took him to, Willie, when we finally found out why he was doing the stuff he was doing? Mm-hmm. Nope, you don't know? Okay, brought him to the fucking... <laughs> To the damn suburbs where the schools are excellent. They work with him. They studied to see what was going on with him. They talked to him. They put him in therapy. They did all kinds of shit, Willie. Now, why the fuck they couldn't do that at home, like back there? Because they didn't want to. They don't fucking want to. That's all I'm saying. But you know what? Damn, we've been talking a while. This is good. That's what I'm talking about. But (laughs) it's time to close out, and it was excellent. Talking to you, I like I, I know, I'm telling you, when I pick people to come over here, I already know the kind of conversation I'm going to have. I already know that it's going to be a good one, and I already know you're going to be very insightful. And, of course, saying how you speak so freely on things, I knew this shit was going to be this way. <laughs> and I'm sure the next guest going to be the exact same way because y'all are some strong black men. Y'all are. Y'all not no ignorant-ass motherfuckers. We all joke and laugh and shit like that. But y'all like some of the, like, best black men that I've ever came across, especially in an industry like this. Like, you know, that's just really good, man. I'm I'm just glad that, like, half people like y'all, that, you know what I mean? Like, men especially. Yes, we holding y'all answers to a higher standard. <laughs> As you should. As you should. I mean, if, if y'all don't. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say this, you know what I'm saying? This 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 probably be the one of the most one of the most profound things that I'm gonna say today, as, as if I haven't said a lot of profound things. But black women, if y'all don't if y'all don't hold black men to a higher standard, then y'all not doing something right. Yeah, say that shit again. We can't complain. We ain't trying to put in the pain, huh? If, if y'all not holding us to a high, if y'all not holding us to this to a high standard, y'all not doing y'all not doing something right. Mm-hmm. We are supposed we are a reflection of you, and vice versa. Hold us to the same mm. standard that you hold us to the same standard that you will hold your best friend to. Hold us to the same standard that you will hold 
your father to. Hold us to the same standard that you will hold your baby father to. If you're not holding us to a high standard, then our standards are going to be real low. Yeah, and that's, and that's how, so that's, fucking true. And that's not a good look for none of us. Because the lower our standards are, the worse we make you guys look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sad. There are a lot of women out there that that need to hear that. Because a lot of men no, need to hear that. There's a lot of dudes out there that need to hear that as well. Because if if our women are not holding us to a high standard, then they're not doing something right. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, and that's, you can say that a little bit. I'm telling you, but nobody want to hear it. But if I Wait, I didn't catch that. It kind of broke up a little bit. No, you fine. Um, I said, tell us what social media they can find you on. You know, so the readers can come read your books and that new book you got coming out about the cops being held accountable. All right, so check it out. You know what I'm saying? My name is Willie LeBlanc. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can find me on Facebook, you know what I'm saying, under the name Willie LeBlanc. The last name is spelled L-E-B as in Bravo, L-A-N as in Nancy, C as in Charlie. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and shoot me a friend request. I'll, I'll accept it, you know what I'm saying, as long as I know that you, that you came through, you know what I'm saying, Ebony Diamonds here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 was, I was definitely go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, add you on. You know what I'm saying? You can, all, you can also catch me on Twitter, you know what I'm saying, Raising Hell over there. Um, at V at T H E underscore half that's H A L F underscore guy G O D. You know what I'm saying? You can you can also find me on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I don't really be raising too much hell on Instagram, but when I do, I'm always seen. You know what I'm saying? At the, at the same handle at V underscore half underscore guy. You know what I'm saying? If, if you're into games or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? You can also catch me on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Twitch.tv forward slash C38 gaming. Or you can go ahead and check out my website, chapter38designs.com. And if you're looking for me on, on Amazon, just go ahead and type in my <laughs> name. Just go to the search engine, type in my name. You will see Lady Goons. That's my. That's the first book that I'm going to ever suggest to anybody that you read so that you can get a feel for my writing style. I'm not a romance author, so don't. You know what I'm saying? Don't go, don't go looking for romance now. Don't go looking for love. If, if, you look, if you're looking for love, there's other authors I can definitely, I can definitely suggest for you. But I would definitely <laughs> want you, you know what I'm saying, to check out Lady Grooms. And then once you get a feel for my writing style, you know what I'm saying, then, you, you know what I'm saying, leave a review. Catch me up, you know what I'm saying? Catch me on any social media. We can talk about my books. We can talk about anything under the sun, you know what I'm saying? And if you and if you do just don't happen to add me on Facebook, just remember that I don't give a shit what I say, you know what I'm saying? I've been in Facebook jail so many times. I'm not scared to go back, you know what I'm saying? I, like like she said in the beginning, I say things that other people are scared to say because they scared mm-hmm. to go to Facebook jail. I don't care. If they want to like me on Facebook jail, I got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I got I got. Plenty of other accounts that I can just go ahead and roll out. So, uh, okay. Ebony, Ebony, I do appreciate you for having me on with you today. You know what of saying? course. Been, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's so been dope. a blessing and an honor. You know what I'm saying? I really do appreciate that. Of course, man. You are so dope. Just know that. Of course, you know, we've been Facebook friends for a while now. You know what I mean? So it's like we see each other all the damn time. And trust me, I pay attention to every goddamn thing. And that's why I thought it was important to get you on here. You know what I mean? So, again, 
thank you for coming to join me. I'm about to end out this segment, y'all. I appreciate y'all coming to listen to these male point of views. We need to listen to them more. You know, maybe we can understand them a little more, and we can come back into some motherfucking unity and stop acting like we hate each other. God damn it. Shit. Stop it. We, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't hate each, we don't hate each other. Trust me. We love each other. I'm sure we do. We just, we just Let us like love we, each other. <laughs> we, we just act like we don't love each other. But let's, you know what I'm saying, let's, let's really show that we really love each other, for real. Seriously. No, that. for real, y'all. I'm sick of this fighting and shit, man. I mean, it's too much going on in this world for us to be divided. They already, you know, we already divided with every goddamn body else. Now we're going to separate from each other, too. Who the fuck are we fighting at this point? Shit. <laughs> I don't get it, but look, thank y'all so much again. Y'all know I got a few other segments coming up, some wild shit. I was thinking about the wildest thing I can do. So thank y'all. Thank you, Willie Blonde, for sitting with me Oh my season two of Fuck Them Books with Ebony Diamond. Bye. See you.
you know attacked and all this other shit but now all of a sudden racism racism doesn't exist bitch bye i haven't heard much from your little crony either melissa right wing melissa her and her fucking straw hat she call a wig or whatever the fuck that is okay that bitch look like she wearing a reese's mini cup cup in her motherfucking head the little thing the paper that be on the outside that's what the fucking look like just longer. I need y'all to stop playing with us black people. You bitches are black. You're black. Ain't nobody telling you how to feel or think, but at the same time, pretending to be ignorant to what the fuck is going on? Come on now. Come on now. I mean, for a check. For a check. Having everybody fucking hate you except for the rest of the fucking top dancing in-house niggas. Is it worth it? Is that check worth it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I really don't give a fuck if people don't like me, but damn, the whole motherfucking black race. And then Democratic motherfucking white people as well, they don't like you either. The ones patting you on your motherfucking head like you a goddamn show dog because that's what you are to them. A fucking prop for them to use. For them to use as a aha. Uh-huh, See, everybody doesn't think like that. We can keep killing you all and you can think like Melissa and Candace and Diamond and Silk with their motherfucking Baps hairstyles. You can do them with them Lane Bryan motherfucking shirts. Be like them. Bitch, please, I will never. My black is too beautiful. My black is too motherfucking proud to ever fucking sell out. To ever fucking sell out. Remember that shit. But yeah, good night, y'all. It's a good day. I'm going to have a good day. I done went and bought me some more weights because the gym's still closed. So, guess I'm going to go ahead and hit this workout. I appreciate y'all listening to me. Um, Come back and join me on another episode of Fuck Them Books with Ebony Diamonds. Hey, y'all. As I look around at the world, you know I only play music, but I be feeling it and stuff. So, 
I've been playing a lot of conscious music on this episode, um, some old school conscious music at that. Um, you know, I look around and I wonder exactly what Marvin Gaye said, what the hell is going on? <laughs> See? 